in this uh, short sermon, I'm going to try to be a little interactive. Uh, I know you're at home somewhere watching this, so I don't know what kind of distractions you have uh, around you, but I'm going to try to speak right to you and involve you uh, in this scripture that I just read. Today is often called Good Shepherd Sunday for obvious reasons. The collect, the psalm, and the gospel that I just read all refer to the Lord as our shepherd. So the question is, how is Jesus our shepherd? Well, this is what he says. Again, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd, sees the wolf coming, leaves the sheep and runs away. The wolf snatches them. I am the good shepherd. So in that short passage from the Gospel of John, we have sheep and we have wolves we have hired hands, and we have a shepherd. Now, we may not know much about sheep, but most of us have some experience with shepherding. Parents shepherd their children. Pet owners shepherd their pets. Children shepherd their toys. People of all kinds shepherd their hopes and their agendas for their lives. Men and women try to shepherd their career paths. We try to shepherd the people around us, uh, don't we? So I want you to think just for a minute right now. What or whom are you trying to shepherd right now? Think about that. Again, we may not know much about sheep, but we do know about wolves, don't we? At least metaphorically. We know about the bad things that threaten to harm us or the people that we love. I'm reading a novel right now about a family trying to cope with a father's uh, chronic depression. And the man refers to his depression as the monster. Now, wolves come from the outside, of course, but wolves also come from the inside. And what is the saying again? There are wolves who are wolves, but there are also wolves who are in sheep's clothing, and sometimes we don't know the difference. So I want you to think about this just for a moment. Where are the wolves in your life right now? Where are they coming from? We may not know much about sheep, but I think we all know about hired hands. I take hired hands to be the people who have some kind of authority over us or over the situations and that we don't really trust those people with ourselves or the situations. could be a teacher, could be a doctor, a police officer, a minister um, who seems more interested in themselves than in the people who are their charges. Anyone really that you are depending on can feel like a hired hand if you don't really trust them. And of course, there are times when you feel like a hired hand yourself, right? Times when you don't really trust yourself with the responsibilities that you've been given in your life. You feel like the hired hand who's ready to run away when the wolves come. So one more time, think for a minute. Who are the hired hands right now in your life? 
where do you feel like the hired hand yourself? Now, it seems to me that with all the wolves out there, with all the hired hands that just hightail it when the wolves come, being a shepherd, leading, guiding, directing, being a shepherd of anyone or anything seems exceedingly difficult. I was struck by an op-ed this past week by Esau McCauley in the New York Times the day after Derek Chauvin's uh, uh, verdict. McCauley is a black man. He's the father of four, including a nine-year-old son. And he's a professor at Wheaton College, which uh, many uh, feel is the country's leading, most intellectually vigorous uh, evangelical uh, college. And Macaulay, in this New York Times op-ed, writes about trying to shepherd his idealistic college students through the tumultuous events that we have experienced in our nation. And more poignantly, trying to shepherd his nine-year-old black son through the realities of entrenched racism in our country. And talking about that with his son, he says, in that moment, we were not just father and son, but a black boy and a black man trying to make sense of the task of living that stretched out before us. Macaulay feels inadequate to protect his son against the dangers of the world, particularly uh, the dangers that are uh, specific to young black men. Again, in a world that is filled with wolves and filled with hired hands who will run away, not one of us is really up to the task of being a good shepherd all the time. Maybe you've noticed in this sermon, I've repeatedly said that we may know not may not know much about sheep, but that's not actually true, is it? I was just trying to set you up, some shepherd I am, because we know a ton about sheep, and that's because we are sheep. Even those of us who are supposed to be shepherds are sheep. We're all sheep. That's what the Bible calls us. There are over 500 references to sheep in the Bible. We are likened to sheep over and over and over again. Now, what's just commonly known about sheep? I'm going to give you three quick characteristics. First of all, sheep have no sense of direction. Um, That's why we hear that quote, all we like sheep have gone astray, each to his own way. Sheep have no sense of direction. And this is often true for us, isn't it? How often, how easily do we lose our way? What else do we know about sheep? Sheep are totally defenseless. They are vulnerable to the wolves. They're entirely dependent on their shepherd. And who can't relate to this? No matter how hard you try to circumscribe or control your life, there will always be threats that are way out of your control. Sheep are totally defenseless. And finally, sheep are not meant to carry burdens. 
donkeys are the beasts of burden. Jesus doesn't call us donkeys, even though we do make jackasses out of ourselves from time to time. But he calls us sheep. And sheep are not meant to carry burdens. Sheep collapse under the weight of burdens. Their legs are too spindly, their bodies too ill-proportioned to carry burdens. So, last question I have for you in this give-and-take sermon. What burdens are you carrying right now? What are your burdens? What's weighing on you? What would it be like for you to give those burdens away? How would it feel to give those burdens to the one who is meant to show you the way to protect you from wolves and to carry your burdens for you? Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Picture, just for a minute, the image of Jesus that you know from Sunday school or the cover of a children's Bible or the print hanging in a child's nursery. How is Jesus pictured in that image? Well, the scene is usually bucolic, isn't it? Green fields. There's a crook by his side. And what's in his arms? You see it, don't you? It's a lamb, of course. And he carries that lamb. He carries the sheep. He not only bears the sheep's burdens, but he cradles the sheep securely in his grip, head on his shoulder. You are a sheep. You are that sheep. Your good shepherd lays down his life for you on the cross. He became the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And now, right now, that good shepherd carries you today. Amen.